This is News Talk. Well, it's another day and another opinion poll. This time it's the Irish Times. Support for the coalition has slumped in recent months as the rising cost of living has squeezed voters. The latest Irish Times Ipsos poll shows Fianna Fáil drops by three points to 20%, while the four-point fall in support for Fine Gael leaves that party with its lowest rating in the Ipsos series since 1994. Uh, satisfaction with the government and its leaders also has nosedived. The government rating has fallen by 12 points. It was 43% in April, 31% today. That's the lowest rating since the government was formed two years ago. Michal Martin sees his satisfaction rating drop by 11 points. Tánis Leo Vradker, his approval slump has gone by 12 points and Eamon Ryan's rating falls from 19% to 15%. So who do you think the big winners are? Well, of course, it is Sinn Féin. The party sees its support grow by 3 to 36%, its highest level ever in this series. Support for the party is now at more than 40% among those under 34. And it was interesting, I was listening to the Tónishta Elio Vradker on the hard shoulder here on News Talk yesterday evening and Kieran was asking him all about the government uh, no confidence vote in the Dáil earlier this week and Leo Vradker saying you know that we had 19 extra votes if Bernard Durkin had been able to vote, if he didn't have COVID, they would have had a majority of an extra 20 votes of support for the government. And then you see a poll like that. So the politicians think, I suppose, everything is rosy and that they'll be in power for a long time. But members of the public aren't as happy with the coalition. Very clear from this poll. Anyway, uh, Patley, he'll be on News Talk Breakfast to tell us more about the poll and party support and where this leaves the politicians as they head off on their holidays and as the doll goes on a two-month recess. Now, the other big story on the front of the Irish Times, I noticed again driving in this morning, petrol and diesel prices coming down slightly overnight, maybe by a cent or two at some petrol stations. But the Irish Times looks at where things stand into the future in an emergency situation and more than 40 categories of essential workers will be given access to petrol stations across the country. This now is if there's a severe shortage requiring fuel rationing. So the government is doing a worst case scenario plan and this plan would come into effect if there was a severe oil supply disruption, uh, a shutdown of energy following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So in a worst case scenario, there would be 130 designated service stations that would stay open in the country and essential workers would be able to get their fuel not only for official vehicles but also for other vehicles that they need to get into and out of work. So it's not sort of, you know, just guard the cars or ambulances that would be entitled to the fuel but it would be all sorts of different categories of essential worker. I assume along the lines of those who are designated as essential workers um, when we had the uh, first lockdown do you remember on a Friday night and on the Saturday or the Sunday we had a list of all these essential workers so they'd be able to go to these petrol stations and get their fuel and obviously everyone else would have to stay at home. The Irish Examiner state runs out of space for refugees. Tents are going to be erected on the grounds of City West 
as the country's run out of state provided accommodation for Ukrainian refugees and asylum seekers. City West operating well beyond capacity, dozens of people sleeping on chairs. So effectively now the state has run out of accommodation options, according to the Irish Examiner. And there's a huge backlog at City West and tents has been looked at. Dublin Airport's been looked at as well, that you'd fly into Dublin Airport and then you don't go anywhere because there's nowhere to go. Big meeting this morning uh, among ministers in the Taoiseach and some of those involved in accommodating refugees about what we're going to do. That's the front of the Irish Daily Mail as well. No more room for Ukraine refugees. Plan for tent cities as arrivals sleep rough. The Irish Independent looks at... uh, They've been following this for some days now. Green Party ministers flying business class. And the latest is Fianna Fáil ministers flew economy while Green Party leader, deputy leader Catherine Martin travelled in business class to attend the exact same conference in Dubai. This was the Dubai Expo. So Health Minister Stephen Donnelly and Agriculture Minister Charlie McConlogue travelled to the Dubai Expo in economy class and Catherine Martin and three staff ran up a €21,000 bill on long-haul flights to the Expo in February. Minister Eamon Ryan, who's leader, obviously, of the Green Party, said ministers should not be climate-shamed for taking business class flights. The other big story on the front of the Indo, farmers will be able to avoid the forced sale of their land to clear their debts following a significant High Court ruling. The landmark decision will increase pressure now on banks and vulture funds to cut restructuring deals with indebted farmers. And they look at a big case involving Fergus O'Connor in County Wexford there. The Irish Daily Mirror on your bike. Another exclusive from Kira Phelan. Now, if you remember, Kira Phelan had an exclusive quite some time ago that the Russian embassy was struggling to get oil um, because some companies were refusing to deliver to the embassy. I think that was all sorted out. The latest exclusive, though, in the mirror that Kira Phelan has is that the Russian ambassador could be left without his chauffeur-driven official BMW due to sanctions over Ukraine. A car dealership here has told the embassy it needs clarification before it will rent or lease new vehicles for Ambassador Yuri Filatov. Russian officials insist the swanky motor is exempt from sanctions, but the car dealership is saying we need clarity on this. On to the Irish Sun, and they've uh, more on Al Porter, who has broken his silence over sexual assault allegations. He has vowed to return to the limelight. Um, He told how he spent two years in limbo before all charges against him were dropped and he's vowed to get his comedy career back on track. He said, I wouldn't wish those two years on anyone. Comic Al, my two years in sex pest hell is the headline on the Irish Sun. The Irish Times tells us that if you're a first-time buyer, you could get a grant of up to €50,000 to refurbish derelict and vacant homes in towns and villages. This sounds like it's going to be very attractive to a lot of people who'd love to live in a town centre itself but they don't have the money to do up a property well this grant is going to be unveiled later today by the Taoiseach and the Minister for Housing the government aims to deliver 300 
thousand new homes by the end of 2030 and a big part of this obviously is trying to regenerate some regional towns and villages so if you're a first time buyer you could get a grant of 30 to 50,000 euro um, and also there'll be other people as well who are entitled to this and you'll be able to do structural works, roofing painting, building services and professional fees so if you're a first time buyer read more about that in the Irish Times. On to more frivolous stories, the Irish Independent. Uh, You all know the saying, time flies when you're having fun. Actually, it doesn't. Time flies when you're not having fun. It's said that time flies when you're having fun. Research suggests the minutes seem to speed up when there's little going on to capture our attention. The University of Sussex has found people perceive the time lasts longer when there's more happening. So if you've a jam-packed weekend, for example, uh, apparently it feels like the time is going on and on and on. I don't agree with this because I think if you've loads on at a weekend, the weekend flies. But the official research is that when you've lots on, it feels like give loads more time and uh, researchers say these results are exciting because they demystify how our sense of time arises in the brain. Now, Times of London says that Bob Dylan fans will be stuck without a mobile phone after Bob Dylan sounded a death knell for unauthorised recordings of his concerts. He's going out on tour this October and he's warned ticket holders they will not be able to use their phones. He's become the latest artist to deploy technology um, which equips well sorry it's not not technology you call it it's called yonder pouches with magnetic locks that you have to put your phone into they can only be unlocked at stations away from stages so basically your phone won't work when you put it into this pouch uh, and you won't be able to take it out Um, so this is the latest that Bob Dylan is doing this I was at Diana Ross recently and we were sitting way back we're literally in the back row now of the three arena but the amount of people around us who were recording the whole thing I'm not sure what the plan was I think they just wanted to maybe sit down the next day and watch it the quality can't have been great though and you did sort of feel enjoy yourself enjoy the concert don't be worried about filming it all every single song on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.